what's up everybody this is Gabe and you are listening or watching the leader huddle podcast and I am so excited because today is the second episode of our podcast and uh, I have a very very special friend uh, here with me today on the show uh, Mario Alas Jr. and uh, this man is truly I already talked him up in the first episode but I'm gonna talk him up again right now this man is truly uh, just a very uh, amazing and in my opinion, very inspirational man uh, of God and a great leader. Um, he is a leader in both the faith-based community as well as uh, in the corporate uh, America. He's an entrepreneur. And um, I asked him to share with us today. He, I, I invited him onto the podcast because we're going to be talking about the importance of finding balance uh, in our lives as leaders. And this is applicable uh, in both the the Christian faith-based leadership community as well as corporate America uh, or the entrepreneurial world. And so this is so important. And so before I invite him to start talking with me and having dialogue, I just want to tell you all of the awesome things that Mario does. Uh, Mario, first and foremost, he's an executive pastor at the Promise Church in San Diego, California, where his dad, uh, Bishop Alas, is the pastor there at that church. And um, Mario just, he he helps his dad out there. He's the executive pastor. He does a lot of amazing things. Uh, he probably wouldn't mention it on this podcast, but he's he this guy can play literally every instrument. I don't think there's an instrument he cannot play. And uh, he's an amazing singer, vocalist, worship leader, uh, just a true minstrel. And uh, I think actually that's how we connected uh, when we first became friends and started getting to know one another. Uh, so he does awesome work there. He also has uh, roles in within our uh, parent organization of the uh, church organization that we belong to, which is the Apostolic Assembly of the Faith in Christ Jesus. Uh, he's a district evangelist for the Southern California uh, district. And so uh, he goes around, he preaches the word of God to many different people, uh, even outside of the district. I, I know he's, he's very well known uh, and very... Um, a very dynamic speaker. He's also the treasurer of the Southern California District Messengers of Peace, which is their youth, uh, district youth uh, department. And he's a former president of that same uh, district as well. So that, those are kind of his roles in the faith-based community. In addition to that, he's also an entrepreneur and uh, a successful one at that. He's the CEO of his company, Apex Media Solutions, which is a digital marketing agency. And uh, in doing all of that, basically, he's a business marketing coach, and uh, him and I are actually going to be uh, working together, Lord willing, to help me launch my business and uh, put a marketing plan together. But uh, he's doing that, and he also has something up his sleeve that he's planning on launching very uh, soon. As I mentioned, he's a phenomenal musician. He's going to be starting the Pacific Coast Music Academy in Chula Vista and also virtual. So let me just say this. If you're listening and you're interested in learning how to play an instrument or sing or whatever, and I don't even know his whole business plan, but I'm just going to put it out there for him right now. Uh, if you're interested in learning, Mario is the guy. He's your teacher, and uh, he, he'll teach you things that I, I, when I hear him play, and I'm a musician, and I'm, I'm a pretty harsh critic. I'll, I'll say that much about um, mu music and things like that. And uh, every time I hear Mario play, it doesn't matter what he's playing, keys, bass. I think I've even seen him on the guitar. Uh, or if he's singing, um, I, I, I mean, like I said, this guy plays everything. Uh, I'm just blown away. I'm like, man, I wish I could play half as good as that. So um, Mario is just uh, all around a great guy and a good friend of mine. I'm really privileged and and uh, thankful that he made the time to be with me today. And again, we're going to be talking about finding balance. And as I thought of someone to bring on, I thought of uh, not just uh, someone who's a talented man, but uh, who's gifted, and who is definitely someone that I consider to be a leader uh, of leaders, someone that I consider to be uh, a man who not only has the call of God in his life, but uh, has shown through his example and through his leadership, uh, and through his daily life, that he's really truly dedicated himself to the call of God and to making an impact in this generation, and uh, in, in our world around us. And so, Mario, thanks for joining me today on the podcast and coming on. And um, if before we jump into deep dive into this topic for the next 
little bit. Uh, if you want to just tell us a little bit more about the, some of the roles I just expressed and kind of what's going on in your, your world right now uh, with your entrepreneurship and, and your uh, music academy that you're starting and your role as a faith-based leader, et cetera. If you just kind of want to expound on some of that and tell us a little bit more about you. Of course. Well, first of all, Gabe, thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, it's a, it's such a privilege and honestly a, a total pleasure to be here and hanging out with you, hanging out with all those that are watching, listening to, uh, to the Leader Huddle podcast. And uh, we want to welcome all of our listeners today. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, just just a little bit uh, right now about myself and the things that God is allowing me to to function in and, and work in. Uh, I'm, I'm so blessed uh, to be able to be fully dedicated to, to the kingdom. And yes, I am an entrepreneur. Yes, I am focused on business. But right now I, I, I function as an executive pastor here um, at the Promise Church under my father, Bishop Alas. And it's been such a such a privilege to be able to to work alongside him, be under his covering, and and uh, and also have the privilege to to be a blessing and to be involved in 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 in, um, in, in certain aspects here within our, our parent organization, the Apostolic Assembly. Uh, this is home. This is home for me. You know, I I I I know how that the kingdom of God is so great and so vast and and and. and it, it just expands, you know, you know, it, but the apostolic assembly to me is very special. It, it's definitely, it's definitely uh, my home. And uh, along with that, God has uh, allowed me to be, uh, to be able to have the flexibility uh, in ministry. And, and with that, I mean, time. And, and, and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that, the importance of balance with our time, but God has allowed me to to be able to be more flexible in my time, to minister here at my home church, to be able to minister uh, in, 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 in this district and in neighboring districts and in other denominations as well. Um, and, and when before, you know, working a full nine to five job, uh, I did have opportunities to go minister and, to be, and, and, I, and I still was involved with my local church to the best of my capacities. But a nine to five job really limited uh, limited me to, to to certain options. You know, sometimes I would have to decline opportunities, or sometimes I would, you know, I would I wasn't able to be here. Uh, right now, I have the privilege of being uh, of of being here within within my 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 office space here at the yeah. church, and 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 which is something that that I I consider a huge blessing. I consider a huge blessing. I, the Lord, the Lord had been impressing on my heart. The Lord had been impressing on my heart uh, since uh, around 2018 for about a, a whole year, a little over a year. Um, the need, the need to 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 uh, uproot myself from from my uh, employment. I worked as a as a as a librarian uh, at latest. I was a librarian for the Rancho Santa Fe School District, and it was it was a it was a position where the Lord had completely, uh, you know, given me favor. I did not qualify one hundred percent for that position. I was not a certificated librarian, uh, yet yet the Lord gave me favor, and and I was able to uh, to get hired on. Awesome. And you know it was a great job, uh, an excellent, excellent paying job. Uh, uh, benefits, you know, the benefits in a school district are, yeah, yeah. are amazing, and and I was so comfortable. I was so comfortable. <laughs> you know, when you start getting comfortable, you yeah. got to get worried a little bit, huh? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I was so comfortable with with my supervisor, the superintendent. It was a small school district, so Rancho Santa Fe is. Uh, it's uh, for those that don't know, it is the most affluent uh, community in San Diego County. Oh wow! As a matter of fact, uh, a studio, a one ba a bathroom studio, in Rancho Santa Fe, could run you up anywhere around uh, eight hundred, nine hundred thousand. Wow. A, stu a studio yeah <laughs> that's crazy an apartment man you're, you're talking about you're talking about million dollar listings galore wow <laughs> only in california i'm telling you man <laughs> california is expensive but oh my god I, I still hold 
to I, I still hold to 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 the fact in my opinion yeah fact in my opinion <laughs> yeah. that, that California is just beautiful man to me it's it one is. of the beautiful states you can't you can't get uh you can't beat the weather you can't beat the fact that we got beaches super close that we have the desert super close we got yeah. mountains you know yep. We have it all. We're blessed, and we got we got Los Angeles at our, yeah. and we have the border. Yeah. But anyways, I would say SoCal. I would say SoCal because SoCal. I've, I've been to some parts of Northern Cal, uh, <laughs> or, or even Central uh, California, and it's like once you get to like Bake. I mean, not to cap on any of my friends in Bakersfield, <laughs> but once you get to Bakersfield through Fresno area, it kind of gets a, a little dull. The story changes a bit, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But SoCal for sure, man. I mean, you got. I was just telling somebody yesterday. And I'm actually, I've actually migrated to California. I grew up in North Carolina originally, but oh, wow. I was, what part? Uh, I grew up in Newport, North Carolina, right on the coast. My wow. dad was in the military. So we were out there, but uh, when we came to California, I was 15 and, uh, and we moved to the desert. That was the worst place to start. <laughs> to this day, I still hate the desert, but, uh, <laughs> but I will say this though. I was just telling somebody yesterday. I said, the one thing I love about SoCal is within an hour, you can be anywhere. You can be in the mountains up in Big Bear or Idlewild. You can be at the beach in San Diego where you're at or you, you, other beaches, you know, Long Beach, Huntington Beach. Uh, you could be, uh, if you want to go to Bakersfield, I mean, a little longer, but you can go to the, out there with the cows in the if field. you want to go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the only thing, the only good, well, I should say the only good, but one of the best things in uh, Bakersfield is a ice cream place, ice cream shop they have called uh, Dwarves. Bro, there's an ice cream place in Bakersfield called, uh, uh, I think it's called Mary's. Oh, uh, I haven't been to Mary's. I'm going to have to try Mary's. It is amazing. Is it? And, uh, <laughs> and they got this flavored milk. Uh, uh -huh. they're, they're, they're based out of, uh, um, oh, it starts with an H, uh, Hannon or Hanton. I don't know. But, uh, but uh, it, the milk, it, they have like root beer flavored milk yeah uh, uh they oh got my gosh they got banana orange milk Ooh, bro it's it's like we're, talk, we're, it's we're like two, drinking, we're two it's foodies like talking laffy taffy man oh my gosh see we got off topic already we're talking about food already we've only I know, man, 10 I know. minutes man i'm just kidding all right that's what that's happens good. when you talk to gabe man he's, he's <laughs> <a> character. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> anyway i'm sorry you were saying so southern california and your school district that you so, were yeah, so bringing it bringing it back to topic, finding balance in this finding balance podcast, <laughs> finding balance in this conversation. <laughs> um, the Lord, the Lord had been impressing on my heart. We had just recently moved to to a new church, a new church building uh, here at the Promise Church, um, and uh, uh, this church had gone through an interesting process. Uh, there, uh, when we received this building, a, a fully paid off building, praise God. Um, we received it with with. Uh, about 26 to 32 hovering in, in, in membership. And uh, within, within, within no time, honestly, really quick, the, the, the church grew. Um, and not from neighboring apostolic assembly churches. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of prodigals that came back. Wow, and praise from, God. From, from AA and UPC. And those prodigals brought their friends and, mm -hmm. and, and the church grew with a lot of people and also with a lot of needs. These are a yeah. lot of people that, 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 you know, when there's prodigals that come back to church, they come back with hurt, they come back with pain in need of healing. Absolutely. And so real quick within, within, within about a year, we, we went from 26 to about 150 right now. Wow. That's uh, awesome. Right now we've, we've been there three years and we're hitting the 300 mark. Wow. Uh, so that's amazing. We're, Praise God, we're we're hovering right now at around two seventy to two ninety. Wow, so it fluctuates sometimes two fifty. Wow, but 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 uh, but we there's been several times where we've hit the three hundred and 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 we're excited for God's for God's growth. That's ten times the that's ten times what you guys started at, bro. That's amazing. Praise God, God in three God, years. In three years, and 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 honestly, uh, you know. Uh, there it's all it's all god it's all yeah, god. god absolutely god, god uh bringing uh, bringing his his flock his his beloved and uh you know it, there's a lot of factors to that you know i i i i wish i could say you know oh there's a strategy there's a yeah. 
the church grows. And I'm sure there are, there are great strategies out there, yeah. but honestly, you know, not to get off topic too much, but it's all been uh, the, the power of the Holy Spirit, man. Out Absolutely. The Holy Ghost, Absolutely. miracles, signs and wonders. Almost every single Sunday we have uh, at least a, a one, one to five or a, a, quite a, a few uh, yeah. uh, noteworthy miracles that, that happen almost mm -hmm. every Sunday. So the Lord is doing something. But with that rapid growth, the Lord had impressed on my heart to, to really go full time. Now, my father, you know, uh, my father's not an active bishop. He's an honorary bishop, but okay. he's currently the district secretary out here. Yeah. And so he 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 works uh, a lot with with our district bishop, Bishop Misael Saragosa. Mm -hmm. Great and, man. And, and yeah, he's an awesome man. I, I call him Tata. Tata oh, okay. He's such a that man is such a, a library and encyclopedia yes. of, of information, yes, history, everything. But my, you know, my father uh, being being really busy with that, he's also uh, finishing up his second PhD. Wow! Uh, in intercultural uh, studies. Wow! Uh, and uh, and so he he just has a lot on his plate. Yeah. And, and you know, the Lord had been impressing on my heart. You know what? It's time to really dive in, dive into your calling and. I had been fighting it. Like I wanted to be full, full time in the ministry. I wanted to be flexible for the ministry, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I had my job. I had my personal goals. Mm -hmm. I still have my personal goals. Absolutely. We all, we all should have our personal goals. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and, uh, you know, to make a long story short, uh, after about a year of just fighting, fighting, uh, uh, you know, myself yeah. in, 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 in well, should I obey? Should I not? I know I need to obey, but God, just give me some time. Give me some time to uh, get a financial cushion so that I can, you know, make the decision. And every time I build up a cushion, an emergency came up and yeah. boom, all my funds depleted. And I'm like, come on, God, hook me up. You want me to, if you really want me, you know, to, to do this or take this step. Mm -hmm. And I gave, I gave God one, 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 one sign very important sign and so for anybody that's trying to find balance in their lives it is first and foremost super important that you maintain communication and more important than just communication communion with god yeah that's good 100 we have to maintain communication and communion with god we have to commune with him every morning amen every morning in order for us to to truly live a spirit-led lifestyle Mm -hmm. All, every single decision that we make must be spirit led. That's right. And so I asked, I asked the Holy Spirit for a very specific sign that I knew would never happen. Yeah. I asked God, God, if you really want me to, to, uh, to quit my job and dedicate more, uh, more of my time to, to the kingdom, my sign will be this. If you speak to my pastor, which is my father, and if he, and if he, uh, out of his own mouth, invites me to quit my job, and come and come work with him, then that is the specific sign. Mm -hmm. And, for and not having and not having talked to him about that. Correct, not having talked yeah. to him at all, and not just that. For those that know my father personally, he would never in a million years. Well, now <laughs> I can't say that anymore, but he would never in a million years tell me to quit my job yeah my father has always been uh, you know the type of man that 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 has motivated us has encouraged us uh all of his children to go to school to be faithful in their, yeah. in, their in their workplace to place or work as a priority and 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 ministry is always there you know we always have opportunities to minister but remember <laughs> you got to go to school you got to be faithful you got to show up early be yeah be, show good work ethic. He exactly. would never in a million years tell me, Mario, quit your job. Yeah. And so in two, in October of 2019. Uh, can, know, can, that, I, can I pause you real quick? I'm sorry. I just want to say, I want to draw something out that just really spoke to me right now. And, and <laughs> we haven't even got into finding balance, but this is so key. Um, I, what I love about your, your, uh, conversation with the lord and and what you're asking the lord for the lord's been prompting you the lord's been telling you hey make this move uh but you know there's there's a little bit of fear involved maybe a little bit of doubt uh, obviously when it comes to our finances you know 
uh, it's harder to take that leap of faith because, you know, hey, man, I got to provide for myself or okay. building for my future. But what I what I love is that. And the reason why I want to bring this out is because there's there's going to be uh, young uh, leaders or young people who aspire for leadership or just a relationship with God that need to understand this very key principle. I've seen so many times where, where young men and women give the Lord a condition or requirement for their miracle, for their blessing, for their, for direction, but their condition, uh, in one way or another takes them outside of, of, uh, a covering for spiritual authority. I've, I've seen that so many times, you know, Lord do this, but Lord, if this is your will, make this happen. And what they're asking God to make happen, um, God can't make happen because it, it doesn't flow under his direction, his authority. I've, you know, uh, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like people that uh, God opened this door, give me a job. I'm going to go ahead and move to another city. And I'll ask my pastor after I've already moved, if he thinks this is the will of God, you know? And so what I love about what you said, and I, I just had to draw this out, I'm sorry, but uh, is that in, in your, um, you know, asking the Lord to show you this sign, your sign still kept you under that covering, kept Amen. you under that spiritual authority. You said, Lord, if this is your will, my pastor and which is your father but in this case in anybody's case lord the and the bible talks about this you know that our the pastor is the shepherd of the flock that he's the watchman on the wall that he sees things and there there's uh principles in the word of god and i am a living testimony i know you are as well mario um that teach us that uh when we seek godly counsel uh when we make because this is a big life decision this is a big change um you know that it's you're always safe you're always there's always safety there's always blessing and covering uh and there's when, always balance and always exactly there's That's always great. balance as long as you are submitted under spiritual authority yes rest assured that your life will be in balance absolutely so I, I just wanted to draw that out bro yeah even if it doesn't feel like it in certain moments but god will always honor your life with good balance when you submit yourself under you're spiritual submitted authority. That's good. And, and, and that's the thing. Like if there's any young ministers watching or listening or anyone that aspires ministry yeah. and aspires to be used in the kingdom, I want, I want to say this right now. You will not find blessing. You will find opportunities, but mm. you will not find blessing if you detach yourself from spiritual authority. That's and good. Covering. You hear it, that? You will find opportunities. Woo. But not blessing, bro. That's good. The, the, the prodigal son found an opportunity yeah. to have some good fun. Yeah. But your, oppor your opportunities will soon fade so long as you detach yourself from mm. your covering. And 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 this is another thing. A lot of times we fall under the mistake of saying, Well, God is the one that calls me. God is the mm. one that that that, that gives, gives me my ministry. Yes, God calls you, but also remember, man validates the calling. Mm-hmm. Man will validate the calling. And more than just man, your spiritual authority, man, will validate your calling. Your mm -hmm. pastor will validate. Your bishop will validate. Mm -hmm. uh, the elders over you will validate the calling that God has given to you. Man does not give calling. Man validates calling. And that's, that's something that is very, that, that's something that I had to learn, you know, uh, along the way. And we either learn the easy way or the hard the way. The hard way, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. So anyway, I'm sorry. You can continue. I just no, wanted no, to so, so, that out. So going back, going back to that, um, you know, there had been a couple of things uh, that, that God, had, uh, God had been speaking to me. You know, I, while I was working for this school district, I got the chance to meet people that played, you know, like professional athletes. I got the chance to meet successful wow. businessmen. I, I, got, I got the chance to make good acquaintances. And to this day, I'm still in contact with, with a man that, that was on the cover of Forbes magazine. Wow. You know, and and so there's a lot a lot of connections that that the Lord had had allowed me to to make. And with with this, there were several instances where a few of them would approach me, and within some small talk in the beginning, uh, somewhere uh, somewhere within the conversation, they looked at me and kind of funny, and they said, "Mario, what are you doing here?" Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? I, well, I, I love working with children. 
that's a lie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I do love working with children. <laughs> you said the right thing at the right time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would tell me, what, what are you doing here? I'm like, well, I like working with kids, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing up school and, uh, you know, I'm probably going to become a teacher. They're like, no, 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 no. You have so much more to offer. What are you doing here? You don't belong in a school district. Hmm. And, and, uh, and a, a few times I had some of the parents and, 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 and who were very, obviously very successful, you know, they would tell me this, this one, this one particular time. Uh, and it was, I think it was the last time uh, before we arrived to October of 2019, this man pulls up in a, in a Lamborghini Aventador. And, 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 and I was just there, it was after school and I was watching some of the kids, you know, waiting for their parents to pick them up. Yeah. So, uh, and, and, uh, he pulls up in a Lamborghini Aventador and, and, and I, all of a sudden I, I just throw this joke out at him. I'm like, Hey man, thanks for taking care of my whip. I'll take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts chuckling and he's like, Hey Mario, he's like, how old are you? And I said, well, at the time I was 26. I said, well, I'm, I'm 26. And he told, and he tells me, Mario, at your age, I had nothing. Mm. nothing i was broke mm -hmm. and he tells me the story on uh on, on like he takes me from point a to point z on how he got his uh, his real estate license started getting into commercial he started selling selling would save up his money until he bought his first commercial property yeah and lo and behold he has a huge huge portfolio he he has his own brokerage but really he just lives off of his off of yeah. his Passive uh, his, income, yeah. Exactly. And and what he tells me after this whole conversation is Mario, um, he says, Mario, uh, you could do exactly what I did and I can help you out. Mm -hmm. And 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 I and I'm more than willing to to walk you through and mentor you in exactly what I did. But let me ask you this, Mario. He says, What are you good at doing? Mm -hmm. I'm not asking you what you're passionate about, he tells me, mm -hmm. but what are you good at? Find what you're good at and, and, and leverage that skill, uh, hone that skill and leverage that skill to make you money because mm -hmm. that's where you'll find success. And he says, Mar and he tells me the same words that everybody else that had this conversation with me tells me, he says, Mario, you don't belong here. Mm. Boom, bro. Tears yeah. start to flow down. Anyways. Fast forwarding uh, a couple months after that, October of 2019, it was a luncheon at work. It was a luncheon. So I was having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and so my father never calls me while I'm at work. He never would. He would never call me while I'm at work. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I get a phone call from him. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, I, it's my lunch hour. So he calls me at the perfect time. Yeah. Mind you, and this whole time I had still been praying. I had been praying and asking God for that for this specific sign. God, yeah, you know? yeah. And so He calls me. He's like, "Hey, Mijo, how you doing?" I'm like, "I'm great." You know, He's like, yeah. "I'm." I told him, "Well, this is actually a great time because, you know, I'm in my lunch hour." He's like, "All right, I want you to go find a place. Uh, are you around people? Find a place where you're not around people because I need to tell you something important." Mm. So I go. I, I go to the balcony right there by by the by the by. Um, uh, by my workplace and nobody's around. I said, all right, dad. And he's like, listen to me. He's like, I, I'm never going to tell you this again. <laughs> it's like, I won't, I will not mention this again. Um, but I have to tell you something because the Holy spirit has not, hasn't been uh, allowing me to, to be in peace this whole day. Now, my father's not the one to like randomly walk up to you and say, the Holy Spirit told me this. Yeah, this, yeah, this. yeah. So he takes that very seriously. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so he told me, Mario, the Holy Spirit just told me to tell you this, that you have two options. You have two options and you have to make your decision now. He said, and he told me either option, the Lord will bless you in either option. Mm -hmm. But if you opt for the option uh, uh, of faith, then the Lord will bless you exponentially beyond, wow. beyond what you've ever, ever imagined. Uh -huh. I'm like, okay. And he's like, look, the Lord told me that if you're obedient right now, that you should 
write up your, your, your resignation letter and go turn it in. Give your two weeks notice right now and come work with me at the church. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. And I'm like, are, are you serious? Like, are you joking with me? What? No, no. He's like, I'm very, I'm being very serious. I've met your dad. He's not the, he doesn't seem like the joking type. Not that he's like, you know, but he's just, he's very calm, collected. He's very calm. Exactly. Your mom very is the calm. opposite. My mom is, my mom is the jokester, man. Absolutely. Oh, I know. <laughs> I think the whole world knows, man. All the media knows, man. But, uh, so turning and, your resignation. Yeah, he tells me turn in your resignation, and and uh, and just uh, you know be obedient, and and the whole the Holy Spirit will bless you, you know. Yeah. And 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 one other thing he says, you're not gonna get a church salary. I'm like, wait, wait come again. <laughs> you heard oh, me that's right? faith, man. Yeah, he says I'm not. I, I we cannot give you a church salary right now. In the future, maybe the Lord the, the Lord will provide. But honestly, you won't you won't even need a salary. He told me. Because the Holy Spirit is gonna is gonna inspire you a new business. Hmm. He's gonna inspire you a new business, uh, and and uh, and uh, and the Lord is gonna use you to to is gonna open doors in ministry that will supply your needs. Yeah, bro. I, I, as soon as I hung up, I had about ten minutes left. In about five minutes, I type up that letter. Mm -hmm. In the last three minutes, I go to the superintendent's office. And I turn it in. Mind you, this they had just promoted me a few months before wow. to that position. Yeah. And I'm totally. assuming option two was stay where you're at. Stay where I'm at. Option yeah. two was stay where yeah. I'm at. Okay. And the Lord will bless my career path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Okay. You know, and so, anyways, it, it is kind of a bit of a long story, but um, I ha I haven't looked back ever since. Praise God. I have not looked back ever since. Uh, from from then to now, um, in the beginning of, of of 2020, the Lord blessed me with with a mentor. Mm. Right before the pandemic, uh, you know, before uh, as soon as I left, I, I left my job. I started uh, um, getting a couple of clients here informally. Yeah. With uh, with some graphic design, a couple of branding projects, and and you know, I started yeah. doing all that. But in 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 January of 2020, the Lord blessed me with a, a digital marketing mentor. Wow who uh, during the years of uh, 2007, 2008, and part of 2009, he was the marketing uh, director for, for um, oh, what's his name? Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, a self-help coach, uh, super tall guy. I forget his name. Uh, Tony Robbins. Oh, okay. So he was the marketing director for Tony Robbins. Wow. This guy is a marketing genius. Mm-hmm. And uh, his focus, his focus is, is, uh, um, you know, he does the whole social media stuff, but his focus is websites, uh, the design, the development mm -hmm. and uh, search engine optimization, driving traffic and, and, and converting into sales. So that, wow. that, that's his, his forte. He calls me super randomly, super randomly. Uh, uh, and, and said, uh, I don't know this guy. Yeah. I don't know this guy. He, uh, he calls me out of the random blue and he heard about me through an acquaintance of an acquaintance and yeah. random, just random conversations. So this is how God works. He pieces things together that almost seem random, but it is mm -hmm. divinely ordained. Absolutely. He calls me on the phone and, and you know, he essentially gets me to meet uh, with him in his office. And he tells me, you know what, uh, you know, he kind of gives me like this whole interview wants to get to know me. What do you do? How long have you been doing it? And, and, uh, and, uh, and so after, after this, this whole conversation, I asked him, wait, 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 wait a sec. It sounds like you're trying to, it sounds like you're trying to, to, uh, um, to, you know, interview me for a job. Are, are you, if you're offering me a job, I, I told him, I'm so sorry. I just quit my job because the Lord has called me to be a pastor at my local church and the Lord, and, and, and I, that's exactly how I told him. And I'm fully dedicated to the kingdom of God, you know? Um, but, and as I was telling him this immediately, it just, it just came out like butter from my mouth. I said, but for some reason, I feel like you need to mentor me. Mm. I just, it just came out of my mouth, bro. Mm. Uh, and, 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 uh, and as soon as I said that he smiled 
and he takes out from his from his desk he takes out these non-disclosure forms and liability release forms and stuff with my name on it it was it was <laughs> it, it, it was they were they were forms uh, uh for apprenticeship wow bro anyways the lord blessed me with a mentor he told me what it took me 15 years plus to learn you're going to learn it within the next two years wow you're going to apply it and 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 for some reason he tells me this for some reason like I've never mentored anyone. I've never taught anyone my secrets and my skills. But for some reason, I know in my heart that if I help you out, that good things are going to happen to me and my family. Mm. Bro. Talk about the favor of God, bro. Amen. Amen. Wow. Yeah. And the favor of God will be over your life. You'll find balance over your life so mm -hmm. long as you submit to God's will and to your spiritual covering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is major key, guys. Yeah, let, let me, let me, let me, um, this is amazing here. Let me uh, kind of direct us a little bit because I think what you're sharing, um, we can talk about this. And, and uh, I just recently released my very first book mm. called Seeds, Essential Principles of Christian Leadership. And um, basically, the, without getting into it too detailed, um, you know, the stuff we're talking about, Mario, I think. Um, you know, I look at you and I think both of us would be remiss if we did not um, acknowledge that we are who we are. And not to say that we're, you know, promoting ourselves or have a, a, a you know, a haughty spirit, but we can thank the God for the successes that we have for um, our leadership uh, and, and our, um, you know, the things that we're doing in our lives uh, as men of God, as leaders in the church as uh, leaders in, in the even the business world, how we're talking about the favor of God over us in our corporate, uh, uh, in the corporate environment. And uh, a lot of these things, we, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, acknowledge and, and attribute the things that we're talking about. We, so someone taught us, whether it be our fathers, our, our parents, uh, other mentors and, and men of God in our lives, or, or even uh, secular mentors who have taught us just uh, you know, trade secrets and, and, and business uh, um, development and also our education. I know you're educated. I am as well. And so um, for me personally, I'm, I'm at a place and a point in my life um, where especially, especially in this day and age that we're living in, where God has really been prompting me that it's time to um, really start investing and pouring. Matter of fact, I I won't say who, because I, I, I don't feel uh, that I, it's at least at this time, it's appropriate to say, but uh, the Lord, through someone that is used in the prophetic, um, gave, uh, and this particular person, actually, God speaks to them and shows them things through dreams. Um, the, they called me uh, a while back, and they said, the Lord showed me a, a dream, and uh, you were talking to such and such person and two different occasions. And the Lord actually showed them numbers, uh, one over my heart and one over my mind. Um, and now I don't study numerology. I'm not a, I don't, you know, that's not an area of, of, uh, of study that I've really gone into. So I was actually greatly troubled by this uh, because the person that called me, you know, they, they knew what the numbers were, the Lord showed them, but they didn't know what it meant either at that time. So I called another uh, man of God uh, in my life who I knew would know or have an idea. And I also talked to my pastor as well. Uh, and essentially, it was prophesied to me at that point um, that especially this year uh, would be a year, a, a great year of impartation. Uh, and that the numbers that the Lord showed this person was uh, that <laughs> the numbers Sorry, I have my kids screaming in the background. The numbers that the Lord showed uh, this person was first over my heart, uh, signified that my heart and my mind uh, were unified, and that uh, basically that the things that God has poured into me and allowed me to become, that it was time for me to pour into others and essentially to develop people. And, I, and so I share that with you because one of the ways that God really has been impressing me is, is, it's time to start pouring. Now I have a few mentees, uh, young men that I'm personally mentoring. Uh, I also have mentors myself, but I wanted to write a book. So I wrote this book and I share seven uh, essential principles of Christian leadership. Now, some of these principles are all of these principles are, 
faith-based principles in the word of God. And even in this podcast, as we're talking, you hear us yes. talking about the will of God, because I, I believe uh, that uh, there's the will of God is there for everybody. And so um, at the same time, a lot of these principles, they uh, principles of leadership, they carry over into uh, basic um, uh, leadership principles. And, 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 and I'm, I've devoted myself to the study of leadership. In fact, I'm starting my master's program on executive leadership, and then hopefully I'll go on to my PhD. Uh, but the, so what I, where I'm taking all this is you're talking Mario about your, it's, it's really great. It's an interesting, uh, concept because we're, we're talking about your, um, your, if I can use the word secular or corporate job and your financial sustenance, but how it's all tied into the will of God in your life and ministry. And especially if you're a, a you know, a, a faith-based leader, if you're a, a minister or you aspire for the ministry or uh, even pastors and I, and I, and you and I both know many great men of God who are phenomenal uh, men of God, but also very successful. Uh, Bishop Saragossa is one of them extremely, extremely powerful man of God, but also very, very educated, very wise, very um, uh, just uh, influential leader in the corporate world. I believe he's even an engineer, right? He is very, he is a very, very wealthy man, Bishop Zaragoza. He has been one of my, one of my biggest uh, uh, inspirations as well um, in terms of stewardship. That man, that man is stewardship. And, yeah. and, and so I, I want to honor my bishop. Misael Absolutely. Saragosa. He, yeah. you know, a lot, most of his wealth uh, comes through, through his success in corporate America, mm-hmm. but also through his investments that, that he has made. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just to so, be able So let's, let's talk about this then. And this is, this is kind of where we'll, we'll start to wrap things up. Um, in my first chapter of my book, I talk about, uh, because I believe this is a very, very, crucial principle of leadership uh and that is finding balance uh, not just in life but especially to christian leaders between balancing your ministry and what you're doing in the kingdom of god with your family and this is why i believe this is important i have i'm i'm a fourth generation apostolic i was raised in the church and i don't say that to you know oh i'm fourth generation but what I'm saying is I've seen, and, and I'm, I know you have tomorrow, I've observed so many just phenomenal uh, men of God, uh, just, just inspirational, and people that I've even aspired to, to, to uh, I don't want to say to be like, because I know all of us are individual, and, and God, you know, has a different plan for us, but people who have inspired me, people who have shown me through their leadership that they're just truly dynamic leaders um, who are very blessed. And I've and this is not the case for all of them, but I have seen in many occasions where many great men of God are so focused and dedicated to the calling and to their ministry that whether it's I, I don't think it's on purpose. I actually think it's it's a um, it, it, it's not intentional, but in many cases there's a huge neglect to the areas of their personal life, even including their family, their children, their health, their, their, um, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And so I believe, uh, and I've seen, and I've talked about this in my book, um, how one finds balance between ministry and the personal life is either going to be the greatest testament to their leadership or the greatest detriment to their leadership. Because I've seen both sides of the spectrum. I've seen men of God who are are awesome at what they do. They're pastors, they're ministers, they're bishops, um, who are phenomenal leaders and who have a great healthy balance in their family and their family life. They they make time for their children. They make time for their wife. They they make time for their personal their personal health. All of these different things. And um, their, their families, as they grow and mature, and I'm, I'm a testament of this, you're a testament of this, you know, I'm, I'm serving God today, because my, my parents found that balance. And then I've seen the flip side of that, where you have these awesome, awesome, wonderful men of God, who are so dedicated, 
that they're actually it's dedicated to a fault where they neglect areas of their life and this is important because as a young man uh, as a father a husband uh, you know, as a minister, as uh, uh, working in corporate America, as a, uh, an aspir- aspiring entrepreneur, as a college student, as a mentor, you, you, I mean, the list just go, you know, all of these things, bro, I'm, I'm speaking for myself. It has been a challenge. It has, it, it is truly a challenge to finding that balance. And, um, Here's what I, I and I'm going to let you chime in right now, is, is what I, I believe. It is never the will of God. We're talking about the will of God in, in the, throughout this. Mm-hmm. To neglect yourself, your personal wellness, or your family in the name of sacrifice and service to the kingdom of God. Yes, I know sir. that, oh, oh man, yes, they're, they're, we're the yes men for the church. Whatever you need, whatever you need, you know. <laughs> but then we neglect our health. We neglect our our personal wellness, our mental wellness, we neglect our families. If you're married, your wife, your children, that is never the will of God. If, if you're, if you're so involved in kingdom work in ministry, but you're neglecting everything else, then in my, and this is just an opinion, you know, we could be debated. My opinion, you have missed the, the, the true calling in your life as a leader. And so um, I think this is important because, and here's the thing about finding balance, you know, um, we just think it comes naturally, but balance is never comes naturally. I have a little daughter right now. She's one years old and she's trying to learn how to walk, bro. That girl, every time she stands up within a few seconds, she falls <laughs> back down. You know what I mean? And it's the cutest thing watching it. Cause you know, I know as her father, Hey, you're going to get there, you know, a couple more months, you're going to be walking. But she gets so irritated, bro, and so frustrated and will scream and have a fit every time she falls down because she can't find balance. And that's such a simple analogy, but isn't that kind of the way it is with us, right? And, that, and that's the thing. That's the thing. If I can interject. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk, talk about so, it. So you're, actually, you're absolutely right. And I'm going to be very quick with, with what I say. Um, you're, we're we're going to always fall into frustration when we can't find balance. Mm-hmm. And even when in moments where we feel like we're focused, like, yeah. like right now you're mentioning, uh, you know, when we place the kingdom of God and his righteousness as our focus, 100%, yeah. or we think that that's our focus. Yeah. We find ourselves frustrated because everything else in our family, everything else in our personal life, our health starts to deteriorate when we feel like we're focused, but we're truly missing the mark. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we can learn a lot of this all over the Bible, but Ecclesiastes has so much to speak about time. Mm. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 16 says, do not be excessively righteous and do not be overly wise. Why should you ruin yourself? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ecclesiastes chapter 3 speaks a lot. It says there is an appointed time for everything. Yeah. And there's a time for every event under heaven, a time yeah. to give birth, a time to die. And it just keeps on going and going. Yeah, and going. yeah, yeah. There's a time for every type of circumstance in life. Now, for all these times, these, these, uh, chrono, uh, the, 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 these, uh, chronos, it all falls under the kairos of God, under God's perfect timing. And so all of all of the events that occur in our life always fall under uh, under the timing of God. Our our purpose is to be under God's will and our purpose in life is to be Christ centered. When we are Christ centered, it does not mean it does not mean that you're going to live inside a church, the church building. It does not mean that you're going to, you know, uh, breathe church events and Mm -hmm. you're going to like you're going to be. How do I say that you're you're not going to be responsible over 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 your your own personal health your own personal uh finances your family yeah. it means that you're gonna find christ in the center of every single thing that you do throughout life mm-hmm. that's what it means mm-hmm. so so yes we we go to church on sundays yes we're involved you know with midweek services yes we where we have a ministry that we're activated in whether you're the associate pastor you're the pastor whether you're a musician whatever it is that you're involved in church that's all great but don't let that drown out the christ that is centered in every other aspect of life yeah i love i i, I was uh overhearing a, a conversation uh um 
on social media. I don't know if you've heard of Rick Pino. He's very no, popular in the in the worship community. Okay. Um, he's not uh, he's not uh, uh, from our denomination, but uh, very well known when, when it comes to worship. And there's this young uh, a young lady that 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 uh, um, asks him a question. She asks him, "Hey, how how does your worship like uh, what your worship life look at uh, look like at home?" Yeah. And so he's like, "That's a great question." He says, "The way I worship at home." And the way that looks like, it looks like me washing the dishes after my wife cooked dinner. <laughs> it looks like me. Yeah. My worship, he says, my worship looks like me changing my baby's diaper. Yeah. You know, my worship looks like, looks like, uh, you know, going out on dates with, with my wife and, 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 uh, you know, uh, going, going to work and making sure that I'm taking care of business. That's what my worship looks like. Yeah. And he says, let me go, let me explain that a bit in every single thing that I have to do in every single responsibility that, that that I have to focus in in life, I must find the why. And this is what we're going to hear in, in the entrepreneurial world and in the business world. Everybody's going to tell you this. And a mentor will say this. He says, you have to find your why. Yeah. There's you a, there's a popular TED talk by Simon uh, Sinek on that. Wow. That's powerful. And, and it's the absolute truth, man. You, we have to find our why. For some people, you know, uh, freedom is their why. For other people, yeah. their family is their why. For other people, they, they got different whys, man. Uh, uh, you know, and, and that's great. And it might work for them temporarily. Mm. But the one and only why that will work for us for all eternity is Jesus Christ. Why do I do I focus on my marriage? I focus on my marriage because of Jesus. Yeah. Why do I focus on my business? I focus on my business because of Jesus, because of his kingdom. Yeah. Everything that I do, my the success of my business is for the edification of the kingdom. The success of my marriage is for the edification of the kingdom of Christ. Mm -hmm. The success of my uh, of me, uh, uh, you know, raising my children in righteousness is for the success of the kingdom. Yeah. Everything that I do in life is Christ centered. But if I distort that focus and just say i'm only going to focus on my specific function and ministry at my local church and i dedicate all to that and you neglect everything else you've missed the center which is jesus in everything else that is there yeah under 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 your under your uh, administration that's so good that, that's what i would i would say to somebody that is listening you have to find your why better yet your why is jesus mm -hmm. let let that sink in our why is jesus and his kingdom 100 percent mm. as christ followers you have to find the jesus and the kingdom in the center of everything mm -hmm. in your life you're making me think because uh, there's it's it's a widely known fact that um in prehistoric times man actually thought that the earth was the center of the solar system <laughs> and that everything revolved around earth that the sun revolved around us right but if you if you really you know, obviously we know now we're not the center of the solar system, but the sun is the center. And the Bible even talks about how uh, you know it refers to Christ as the morning star, the sun, things like that. Wow. The point I'm making is um, it's our nature. <laughs> it's our nature as humans to think that everything revolves around us, right? <laughs> it, like, oh yeah, this is my my and, and I hear this all the time. I've said it before, my ministry, my calling, my business, my this, my that. Why? Because we have this false uh, ideology that that life and even God revolves around us. And here's this funny thing is that um, I know and I've been guilty of this in the past. And this is why, I'm, you know, hey, everything I'm talking about here, I'm sharing because these are the things I've learned. I've been guilty of this in the past. Like, hey, man, uh, uh you know, I'm trying to find balance. So we, we tend to compartmentalize life, you know, here's my church bucket Sunday, Thursday, or whatever, you know, a little Bible study here, good preaching. Here's my, here's my ministry bucket. Here's my family bucket. Here's all these different compart compartments that we put God in. And then we try to say, you know, well, somewhere in there, I'll find time for God. Mm. But what you're talking about, and, and which is, which is truth. It's, it's even biblically based, right? Was the Bible say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you, um, is that the eco, our ecosystem doesn't, uh, is not, does not place us at the center with everything revolving around us. Yeah. 
Yes. And, and I have been guilty of not being able to, to find the balance that I'm so desperately, and I mean desperately searching for, because my, my if I can use that word loosely, ecosystem is out of balance. Um, but when Christ is the center, mm. when, when we stop compartmentalizing and realize that it's not, uh, life is not a bunch of compartments, rather it's, it's, a, it's that ecosystem with Christ as the center and everything that revolves around him. And that, and here's the thing, you take away the sun, the earth exists no more. That's right. right. That's and absolutely it's, right. And this is exactly what you're saying. You know, Jesus is, he's the why, and he is, um, he, because he becomes, when he becomes the why, when he becomes the, the, the center of what we're doing, and, and I, I can use now your testimony as an example. You know, you were still working. You didn't quit your job right away, right? You, you, you were being faithful. You were submitted to spiritual authority. You were still clocking in Monday through Friday, nine to five. You were doing all these things. Um, but when, when you got to a place, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when you got to a place where you said, Lord, I'm willing to to trust you enough that whatever your plan is for me, even if I don't see it, even if I don't understand how it's going to work out. I mean, my, your dad literally said, Hey bro, you're not getting a salary by the way. You know, that that's, if, if, if you were, <laughs> if, if you were not being led by God's spirit, if Jesus wasn't the center of your mind and your heart and your life at that time, you probably would be like, Oh heck no, I ain't doing that. Right. Cause I, I wasn't making crazy money, man. I was making close to 50 grand a year, which yeah. is which is decent money for, for yeah. a single guy, you know, get, get, getting his, the rest of his life together. But to go from that to, to, to zero, pretty much. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, that's a sacrifice, it, bro. It, it, it took, and it might seem, and it might seem that, oh, Mario, you're being irresponsible, Mario. And I got that, bro. Trust me. I got oh, yeah. that. Those conversations. You're being irresponsible. You really think that God wants you to do this. You really think, I'm like, yes. And mm -hmm. this is where you have, where you have to differentiate and ask God for specific signs. Mm -hmm. But along with that, I don't want to stay in that topic too much, but I do want to mention this. Go ahead. Everything that, everything that we do in life must be done in, in, in perfect balance. And the balance will be found in our why, which is Christ Jesus. My whole life, uh, I tried to lose weight. Yeah. My whole life, I tried to lose weight, you know, and try to do it for me. Mm. Everybody tells you, you got, you, you shouldn't do it to look good. You shouldn't do it to that. You got to do it for yourself. And yeah, there, there is some truth to that. Uh, uh, there is some truth to that, but no, you should not make yourself your own why. Mm. <laughs> That's dangerous mm. because you will fail yourself. That's good you will fail yourself. It might work in the beginning. Like, yeah, I love myself. You know, you got to do things. For <laughs> Nobody else is going to do things for me. So I got to do things for myself. And it, it, it might work in the beginning, but it will fade away. Yeah. But as something switches, when you make Christ your why, and this is what I want to get at my whole life, I try to lose weight my whole life. I try to say, well, you know, I'm gonna start my diet on Monday, you know, ah, and by Friday or by I, I, I done screwed up and I ate what I shouldn't have eaten mm -hmm. or by Tuesday, I ate what, you know, I ate that extra taco or, or I shouldn't even have had tacos. I should have been on my keto diet or whatever. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, I'll just start, I'll just start next week. I'll just start next week. I'll start tomorrow. And, and, and I'll tell you right now, man. I, I have failed myself time after time. Yeah. But the reason why I started this journey of, 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 of health and of weight loss was because of Christ and his kingdom. Mm, that's good. Because of Christ and his kingdom. And because of that, I'm benefited. Mm -hmm. Because of that, everything else falls into place when I, when I seek you first, mm -hmm. his kingdom and his righteousness. And, and, and I'll tell you this, man. I, the, the Lord in 2020, the Lord definitely gave me clear vision and not just clear vision of where I'm going, but clear vision of where I'm at. Yeah. Whenever we type in a GPS, you have to know not only your destination, but also your current location. That's good. The, the thing is, we all we all know where we need to go. But the problem is we fail to realize where we're at right now. We got to wake up, smell the fresh the fresh coffee and know exactly <laughs> where you're at. You know what? I'm, I'm lost. I'm disoriented. 
but I must, I, I need to realize exactly where I'm at in life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how ugly it looks. You need to know where you're at and you need to be honest with yourself. That's and right. Say, God, this is where you want me. This is where I'm at. Boom. Lead me, guide me. Mm-hmm. But you must be willing to, to know exactly where you're at. 2020 for me was an eye opener in my person, in, in, in my personal life and, and, and in the purposes of, of God in my life. As I came to that realization and as I came to the realization of what needs to happen in, in my personal life so that I can make Christ the center, that is when I started to, to make different choices. Mm-hmm. That is when I started to, to switch my mindset. That is when I started, the Lord transformed my mindset. He renewed my mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that's, that's the goal. Uh, and, and everything became Christ-centered. Mm-hmm. It, you know, Romans, Romans 12, 2. Right. And, and we always we always preach this in reference to holiness. But uh-huh. let's just apply it here. It says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable and perfect will of God. And again, we always talk about holiness with this. Mm-hmm. But let's just apply this here. Be not conformed to this world. We're just saying that the the, the normal concept in the world you know, around us is it's about you. You can do this. You can change it. You find the balance, you know do it for yourself. It's all about you. But when we apply this, even to what we're talking about, don't be conformed to that mindset, but have a renewing of your mind to prove what is that good, acceptable and perfect will of God. What is that perfect will of God? Somebody get me behind a B3 right now. Come on, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Finding that balance, bro. That's so powerful. Keep going. I I just had a... No, you you, you said exactly what, what, what I'm talking about. That's exactly what Christ wants from us. From 2020, from the from when I uh, the Lord had me start this process in, in in March of 2020, yeah. Till this moment, I have lost about 170 pounds. Woo, dude, that's awesome, man. And 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 why why because of Jesus and His kingdom. Mm. Because Bro, of you're Jesus. inspiring me right now, man. You're look, inspiring look, me. Look, man. If I keep talking about this, I will get emotional. Yeah. Because. I, I have tried and I failed, mm. but the moment we place Jesus at the center, it is the center point of Jesus Christ, the person of Jesus Christ that will bring balance to everything else mm. in, in, in life. It is a center point of Jesus Christ, not, not the church. Yeah, that's not good. The church. That's good. Not, not, not programs and agendas, not titles, yeah. not, 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 not personal uh, uh, ambitions, but Jesus Christ. And if we place him in the center of our life, in the center of everything that we do that surrounds our life, bro, we will inevitably, inevitably live a balanced life. That's the truth. I have a long way to go. I have a long, I feel great right now. You look great, bro. I realize I have, thank you, bro. And I feel like, like I have a long way to go. And, and why, why am I doing this? Why, why, why do we do this? because of Christ and his kingdom, because I want to be around to see that, that, up, that, that coming revival. I want to be around to, to, to be able to preach to more souls. I want to be around to be able to see my children, to have yeah. children. I want to be around uh, to, to see uh, my, my business flourish and be a blessing to the kingdom. Why? Because Christ is the center of my life. That's good. That's, that's why. And when we have Christ as the center, man, not only do we see things done, not, uh, we feel a responsibility to work, to work mm-hmm. hard because our why is, is so powerful and we see progress. That's amazing. That's awesome. Well, Mario, I really uh, appreciate you taking the time to be with me today. Uh, speaking of finding balance, I mean, th- not to throw his whole personal life out there, but uh, man, he, this guy is, he's literally going to be on, on a flight today and, and heading out of town and so I know it was, uh, you know, you maybe even had to move some things around to be with me, but I appreciate you taking the time. Um, and I'm, I'm going to um, share this out there. I'm going to put it out there and I, and I uh, will make it uh, shareable so you can share it as well. But um, man, the stuff we've talked about today, bro, just really uh, has opened my eyes. Uh, and, and I, and I'm the one who said what we're going to talk about. But this is what I love about this podcast. And this is my goal with this podcast is to have uh, edifying dialogue 
with leaders and to connect and to network, but beyond network for our own personal selves to impact somebody. So whether you're watching this uh, on YouTube or whether you're listening, which by the way, this podcast is on uh, Apple Podcasts, it's on Spotify, it's on Anchor and a Google Podcasts and a couple other podcasts. So uh, however you're watching this, or if you're listening to this, uh, we would just want to say thank you for, for tuning in. So I hope uh, what you guys uh, got from today's uh, podcast uh, really is beneficial to your life uh, as a leader or as an aspiring leader. And uh, if I could just put it all, sum it up for everything we talked about, and this is what my takeaway is today. Uh, number one, having balance in life and in leadership is a mandatory, it's a must. You cannot, you cannot and you will not be successful if you do not have that balance. And how do we find that balance? Uh, Mario said it several times, when Jesus Christ is at the center of everything that you do. And I know that could almost seem oversimplified, but it's, it's, it's truly not. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Bible says that he, you know, God makes the simple things to confound the wise. You know, so uh, you know, when we put Christ at the center and we don't compartmentalize, when we realize that the world doesn't revolve around us, even as leaders, I know that's hard for us sometimes, uh, you know what? Hey, uh, God, and I love you said, I'm just recapping in my mind our conversation, you know, all these little random things that seem so random. But when, when you're under that covering, you're under that spiritual authority and God is the center, God works. That's what the Bible says. God works all things together for good to them who love him, who are called according to his purpose. So thank you for tuning into the podcast, Mario. Thanks for being with me, man. It's truly been a, a treat and a pleasure to have you with me. And uh, I will be uh, definitely maybe, you know, give it a little bit of time, but we'll have you back on. And uh, I'll be praying for your your ministry and your business uh, that, that you're uh, running and all of the awesome things that you're doing. And uh, all of the listeners out there or watchers, viewers, thank you for tuning in to the Leader Huddle podcast. And I hope you really enjoyed our episode today as we talk about finding balance. I'm Gabe, your host, and this was Mario Alas Jr. with us. Once again, thanks, Mario. Thank you, Gabe.